0: welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited to be here today to bring you another interview and I'm filmmaker Rachel Wagner and today we are talking with Claire Filippo and Claire thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to talk to someone other than my house plants these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's nice when we can use zoom to We'll pretend to interact with other humans. <laughs> yeah, days. like I feel like we're in the same room right now. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, so we're so excited to get a chance to talk with you. And uh, why don't you start out introduce yourself to our listeners and what tell us what inspired you to get into acting to become an actress? Uh, well, hello everyone. Um, I feel like I've always wanted to be an actor, which I know is such a cliche thing. Um, I did every school play I was able to do. My parents put me in every theater camp. Like my sister did all of the girl guides and gymnastics and figure skating. for me, it was just put her in a theater camp. So I did a lot of that. And then I remember trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I was in high school. And I was like, maybe I should be a lawyer. Maybe I should be a doctor. And I remember at one point being like, Oh, I just want to play a lawyer. I don't actually want to have to do all that reading, or I just want to play a doctor. I don't actually want to have to do medical school. So, You're like, that's um, a lot of work. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> There's a lot of work involved. Little did I know how much work acting would be, too. But um, yeah, so then I, I actually did a science degree at university. I was able to be like, you know what, acting's a good hobby. I'll get a good degree in chemistry. And, um, I always did improv the whole time through. And then after I was done university, I was just sort of, I got my dream job out of university. And I just thought this, this happened too fast. Like I can foresee the rest of my life. So I'll put that on hold. I can be a chemist, whatever I need to be. And I decided to actually pursue acting and haven't looked back since. Did you drive all your friends crazy trying to get them to come to your improv? Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that person. I'm pretty sure all my friends have blocked me on Facebook. They had the amount of haircuts my friends have had at night. I'm like, wow, you can't come because you have another haircut. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> improv when it's not great is rough. <laughs> oh, it is wonderfully the worst like it's nothing is worse than bad improv because no one wants to be there even the people doing the improv don't want to be there at that moment but everyone's (laughs) like playing chicken with each other to be like who's gonna walk out first is it gonna be the audience is it gonna be the performers so did you do plays and stuff like that in high school yeah, I did. Um, any play, one act plays, I remember doing like Footloose and uh, Anything Goes was what, basically anything I could do, it was, I just gravitated towards theater and any extra work. Like, I don't like to wake up. This, even us meeting at the ripe old time of 10am, I was like, oh my god but I would wake up and do theater like I would go to school before school started so at like 6 30 I'm waking up and I would go and rehearse one act before we even started classes like for some reason when it came to acting I could I'll make time for it yeah. do, you, so, do you sing do you do musicals not at all not at all <laughs> I wish I sing yeah. to my house plants um no but I love it like I'm the biggest musical theater nerd mm. I've yeah, any, I have all the show tunes memorized. I have an incredible memory for that stuff. I just don't have the vocal talent. Yeah. For me, I mean, I'm an okay singer. I am the worst dancer. I'm yeah. Terrible. And <laughs> so that always was my Achilles heel when it came to. If you could have been in any musical, what musical was, was yours? Uh, Les Mis would have definitely, especially. In oh, school. that's like a full on opera, too. So you go <laughs> full for it, Rachel. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have been the best but that would have (laughs) definitely been my choice Uh, uh, and I'm really actually very very excited because I get to see uh, Les Mis here locally there's a production that uh, is going to be my like first time back to live theater next Wednesday I am so excited because I love Les Mis I am a huge I don't know what they call Les Mis nuts but I am one of them jean valjeanite <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> team javert i don't know if that that's a thing but yeah you know, i i love i it was it, the little mermaid was the show that it was the uh movie that really inspired me as a, as a child mm-hmm. and then uh, and then it was slay mis uh in high school was my big thing what a um, thing we did the, we did the whiz in my high school and that was really fun. Oh, fun. Yeah. Very white version of the whiz, but it was, it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) He tried. Yeah, we did. We tried. But, uh, so we've had this last year, this crazy, insane year. And so what was that all like for you? Did you, uh, uh, did you do any quarantine baking or I mean, we went pretty quarantine crazy. So it was, I was working up until like the night before Canada shut down because I'm I'm in Vancouver. So I had um, like work just sort of was like, nope, shells are done. We're pulling it. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is a real thing. So it was kind of... I mean, it's weird to say that it was kind of nice at first, but there was no, no one was missing out on anything. I kind of felt like I was back in high school before your parents made you get a summer job where there was just nothing to do. So you would just like wander from house to house and see friends. And it was springtime in Vancouver. So the cherry blossoms were out. And I don't think I've ever had time to actually walk around and enjoy it. Cause you're always like, oh, I got to get to this worker job. Um, and then, yeah, definitely went a little, you know, a little stir crazy, did lots of uh started by doing yoga and then just was like, you know what's more fun than yoga? Nutella banana bread. <laughs> so did that. So lots delicious. of kind of yeah, it was oh, it's very good. I'll I'll send you the yeah. recipe. Yes, do. do. Um, did you binge anything, Grid? Binged so much stuff. Like all mm. I did was watch TV. I love any kind of TV. So we mm. watched, we got all of the streaming services and just kind of rotate yeah. through them all it, it kind of saved 2020 i'm yeah. normally a movie person not a television person mm-hmm. but there was just something about having those shows that you could binge that was so nice in 2020 totally shows i've even watched before just anything to kind of be mm-hmm. like what are we gonna do tonight watch 17 <laughs> hours of tv that's right <laughs> I'm watching Bridgerton, I'm watching, uh, I I love McMillions. That was one of my favorites. Uh, There's so many good shows. So, so many. Well, very good. We made it through. We're very proud. Mm -hmm. proud. (laughs) I ended up up working a lot. It was so crazy. I think there was about four months off and then film and TV started up. And it's just been so busy since then. What was your first project back? My first first project back was uh, 12 Dates of Christmas. Okay, yeah. On the 12th date of Christmas. They changed the title halfway through and we all forgot it. So that was, but I got that, that was in Winnipeg. We shot that, which is like two provinces over. Okay. And I had to, so they flew. It was like one of those things you book it, three days later you're on a plane. And I had to pack for the month because I had to quarantine for two weeks in the apartment before I was even allowed out. So it was a really weird... It was really fun, though. It was like, oh, you you want to work again? Here, go away for a full month. <laughs> yeah, where were you quarantined? Were you just in like a hotel? or Just in our... Yeah, the residence they put us up in, they had a rule starting opening up in Winnipeg or in Manitoba that if you were coming from a place with more... Because it's all still, still in Canada, so I didn't think I'd have to quarantine. Uh-huh. But they had so few cases there at the time that they were like anyone coming from outside. So there was four of us, um, the two leads and um like Mallory and Tyler and then myself and Ian Collins were the four that were quarantining yeah so it was a lot but it was yeah, fun that, I mean <laughs> did you see did you get to see them at all or were you literally just you in the room the whole time it was just me in the room for two weeks wasn't even want to go outside for a walk which I mean a lot of people have been quarantined so I get it it really does test you Um, Mm -hmm. But once we were out, it was fun. I mean, Mallory and Tyler were working all the time, but Ian and I, we just like tore up Winnipeg. We had so (laughs) much fun. We would just hang out, (laughs) just go for walks. It's like 37 degrees Celsius, which I don't know what that is. In Fahrenheit but we're right. sweating and then wearing it's always they always film Christmas movies in the summer and they put you in right. winter jackets and you're just pouring sweat off your face yeah. you're like I'm tearing up Winnipeg social distance style exactly yeah with our masks on. <laughs> so, yeah that was the first one I did back was, yeah uh, that that seems like it would be a fun one you were his sister in that one right I was his sister yes. yeah, yeah 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 that was good I liked it I enjoyed it it was yeah we had a lot of fun doing that Mm -hmm. yeah it was cute because i was a little bit nervous because they had done christmas scavenger hunt the year before which i actually enjoyed very much Mm -hmm. but it was a terrible scavenger hunt it was the worst right and and so i was like "Mm, is this gonna be a good scavenger hunt but it actually was pretty solid i thought yeah i mean i was jealous that my character didn't get to do any of the scavenging I I didn't get to go skating which was fun and I was like okay I can do that but (laughs) yeah Uh, well so do you remember the very first role you ever got yes I do it was um on Supernatural Mm -hmm. and it was which is like a Vancouver you know dynasty of the Yeah, I mean, it's kind of almost everything, like, that's how you get your, like, you gotta get yeah. your Supernatural credit. <laughs> it's like the Law and um, Order of New York. <laughs> it's, it's exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and it was my first thing, and it was a guest star role, and I, we had a bunch of days, because it was kind of like a Clue episode, so we were all locked in a mansion. Oh. So I was the ditzy wife kind of yeah it was yeah. I just remember it being so much fun and I remember being so scared yeah That's so I, when <laughs> you when you first when you first got the booking from your agent did you just like freak out or were you so excited totally freaked out and then immediately was full of fear <laughs> yeah. which happens with every booking I get. I'm always like oh my gosh yes and then it's like oh shoot I actually have to do this yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> they're expecting me to show up
1: yeah. I'm doing a good job oh, yeah, no. I'm
0: convinced that I'm be like oh I think they meant a different Claire like they must have <laughs> messed up somewhere so. yeah <laughs> well yeah and you got started at Hallmark pretty early you had small roles on Cedar Cove and mm-hmm. Murder She Baked so that must have been fun yeah, Cedar Cove was super fun because it was with Andy McDowell, who is just, you know, a dream yeah. and was the kindest, warmest person. And everyone on that crew was super lovely. Um, I had a lot of fun. We had a couple days and it was, you know, it, it was also, they were filming in the most beautiful parts of Vancouver, North Vancouver, and the weather was cooperating. So when you have that hit perfectly, you're like, am I working or am I just kind of on a faux vacation? Yeah, that's good. We always like to hear, happy to hear when our Queens of Hallmark are are awesome as we we suspect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then you had the uh, angel tree was Hmm. another one that you did last year so when did you film that one that one I filmed in October it was end of September early October um and again it was out of Vancouver went to Kelowna so it was kind of nice I just kept getting to leave home so I felt I was like oh good this home I've been trapped in in quarantine forever I can actually like leave and get out of town Mm -hmm. so that was yeah end of September so Uh, was that fun working with Jill and everybody? It was a lot of fun. I, I didn't have as much with Jill, just the, um, the, the Christmas party scene. I mean, I guess people have already seen it. Uh, The Christmas party scene where I um, arrive. So it was really nice to meet her. And that was my first day. And then um, I hung out with Lucas the most and we just totally hit it off. It was really fun. Yeah, I forget what was your character in that one. I was a sister again. There's a oh, theme. Okay. There's a theme here, Rachel. <laughs> Come on, Hallmark, let's move her up from let's being the up. sister. To- um, I'm happy. Hey, I, I'm an older sister and a younger sister in real life, so I, I have no issues playing the sister. But I was a I was Oscar the character. Um, oh no, the character was Owen. Oscar was the kid. I was his mom. And I was stationed away in South. Korea oh or something. yeah. And I come home and yeah, I, I was one of the soldier. wishes. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. That's mm-hmm. right. We saw a lot of Christmas movies. So. Oh my gosh, they just didn't stop. Like yeah, they were like. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like the one part of Hollywood that was like, we are going forward unabated. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, I I think every friend I had was on some different Christmas movie. Well, like, as soon as things were allowed to pick up again in July, it was just hallmarks all the way. I I still think that that was just absolutely incredible what they pulled off. Yeah, and they did it. They were really safe, too, which was nice. Yeah. I mean, that they still did 40 movies. I just, I can't. Did you watch all 40? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, watched and reviewed on the podcast we and, and not just Hallmark. We did, I did over a hundred Christmas movies that we covered on wow. the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, okay, all the so Lifetime, all the Netflix. Interesting. Oh, the life, yeah. the iPhone too. Like, oh, what is your Christmas pet peeve in movies? Like what is the trope that you're just sort of overseeing? I think the party planning movies usually are really boring uh, mm-hmm. because it's just like, I mean, every once in a while, there's a good one, but for the most part, it's like, it, it, it's hard for the couple to be super intimate because that would be kind of weird in a, a, in a, in a work environment to, you know? And so it's like, it's just them planning a party and it's just boring and I don't right. care about it. Like <laughs> I can't go to this party. So it's not <laughs> interesting to me. And yeah that's one of my least favorites I also uh I'm not a huge fan of save the whatever stories because Mm. there's no stakes at all and people are always trying to mimic you've got mail and the thing about you've got mail is that the store actually closed (laughs) there's actually stakes there's like she has to grow and change as a human. And and there's no stakes in these, you know, that oh, is is the uh, whether fill in the blank, save the, the bakery, store, save the bakery, save the the cobblers, theater, save yeah. the whatever it might be. And yes, there's always good examples of every single trope. But if you just ask which one's my least favorite, that one's definitely up there. And mm. uh, I would much prefer a movie on like the fake engagement uh fake relationship that's a lot of fun uh or i i have to say this year there were a ton of movies are of like researching like finding a a ring or a bracelet or a letter or a picture and, and then, like looking into it and read a diary, something like that. And most of those were very boring, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, because no one actually likes doing research. <laughs> no, it's very dull. Uh, but uh, I think they were all trying to be science sealed, delivered. And the thing about science sealed, delivered is you're so invested in the characters that right. they, the whatever they're researching is just kind of you know, it doesn't really matter that much, uh, because you're already invested in the characters. Uh so yeah, those were almost all a miss for me with mm-hmm. uh, with that. But I absolutely loved the uh the Christmas waltz with oh uh, mm-hmm. with Lacey and Will and mm-hmm. them dancing down the street and oh, that was just so good for my heart. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I love that one Uh, there were a lot that I loved actually there weren't that many that I was like this is terrible and watchable right but when you're watching that many back to back the ones that you prefer stand out more because everything's a comparison at that point that's true (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I liked on the 12th date of Christmas I thought that Mm -hmm. was really a fun one and uh, I mean Tyler is he is great yeah I find that you know you you mentioned mentioned that I mean the tropes we could write a Hallmark together you and I right now in the next minutes yeah I think we just should let's just yeah let's turn (laughs) off the podcast (laughs) I'm ready um or keep it on who knows (laughs) we already have an audience for our movie (laughs) but it's all about how people kind of bring the personality to those different characters I mean the amount of scripts I've read for Hallmarks or whatever and then they it's always nice when they end up looking very different on camera because people bring their different sort of sparks yeah. and the personality. And then some, you know, we have some directors are very open to improvising, which obviously I love. Um, so you get one in the can that has all the correct words and then you sort of just see what flows because as you work with someone more, you kind of learn their personality. And it was really fun seeing Tyler with um, my daughter in the film and their relationship. Oh, yeah. and, oh she was, was just good. such a gem. She's wonderful, Zoe Fish. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I find that that's the thing that kind of will pop a uh, hallmark out is yeah. how, well, how loose and fun the actors have with it. Yeah. Well, we joked on the podcast that, that the next, that Tyler has such great chemistry with everybody that he works with, that the next movie should just be pull somebody off the street and they're in a Tyler Hines movie. <laughs> yeah. Be great yeah. Chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Why even a person? Just get like a stop sign. Let's see what he can yeah. do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and a dog i think that would be a very good movie yeah 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 no Fun. no no uh no disney turner and hooch reboot yeah that'll just for hallmark be- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Uh, so you were in both of the Harry and Megan movies. I was. Now, what was your role? I can't remember. Were you one of the snobs? or No, I played megan's makeup artist on suits so they kept they replaced the leads but they kept the peripheral characters the same between the two Uh not sure why but i mean it was fun so i so i play her makeup artist i'm the same character in both of them so i always like to say that in the first one i'm the one that tells her that she's doesn't need no man And then she ends up meeting Harry. So it's kind of like, I feel like I foretold that. So really, I think the character is all about the makeup artist. (laughs) There you go. Which was more stressful than almost any other character because all the makeup artists were watching me be a makeup artist. Right. Yeah, that would be stressful. (laughs) Oh my God. and I love them. I don't want them to, I don't want to do them wrong. (laughs) You're like how do you you're like taking notes how are you using that brush and, sponge yeah, yeah. and apparently, stuff? Like apparently lipstick doesn't also go on your eyeshadow like who knew but <laughs> yeah so when you did you see the big interview with harry and uh, i did yeah so did you feel more invested because you played a role <laughs> in their fake life yeah because i was like oh the, that's my buddy megan that's how <laughs> yeah. i they're fake. They're fake <laughs> which life. is it's funny because because I have so many friends who actually worked with her on MOWs, like on Hallmarks mm-hmm. and Lifetimes, yeah. that she had shot up here. So I, we all I, feel invested. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty. It's been quite the story, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, that that happened before. We used to feel like it just started right before the pandemic, and then has been going on. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So you were also in the Psych movie. Mm-hmm. So that must have been fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, um, I play a um, a server in this ice bar that they go to. Oh, yeah. And that's when I was feeling a little extra confident. I don't know if I had just had two coffees that day or maybe put something in my coffee. Yeah. Um, because it's a Norwegian bar. So I went and I did the audition in a Norwegian accent and everything. And I am not Norwegian, but I booked it. So, <laughs> yeah, what, when, how did you, you, you said because the bar is Norwegian, that's why you did that? Yeah. So, all the other characters, like the bad guys in the movie, were all Norwegians. Uh-huh. So, I was like, I could do this. And then I showed up, and then the other actors that they had hired were legitimately from, like, they had Norwegian descent, they could speak. Yeah. And I was that's just sort funny. of, I'm blonde. I just, I used my <laughs> blonde. Yeah. It could come in handy sometimes that's yeah. for sure but again a lot of fun super free like those leads those guys were great and they just were flying off the seat of their pants improvising and having fun and did they make that bar for the movie or is that something that exists in it's they made Canada? It, <laughs> it half exists like the the interior was pretty much exactly it then they just put you know big glass. They put glass. All ice in movies is glass. Sorry to mention yeah. that for people. Um, but actually, <laughs> the most Canadian thing I remember when we were traveling from our trailers to set, we had to stop because there was a bear on the road. Yeah. Like, this is just the most Canadian thing, and we were just a little bit outside of Vancouver too. It wasn't that yeah. far. So, and you grow up in in Canada in Vancouver. I did I didn't grow up in Vancouver I'm from a way colder place um I grew up in Edmonton which is in the province older over and way more north so yeah I love Vancouver because it's so warm and beautiful (laughs) I grew up closer to the mountains so in the Rockies my gosh so so when you decided you wanted to get into acting then you moved over to Vancouver yeah I was deciding between Toronto is the other place to go um But I mean, Canada is so huge that the thought of going to Toronto was like a way bigger move. It's like you're moving almost to a different country. Like it's Uh just so far away. Yeah. Um, And Vancouver, I I knew we got a lot as kids growing up. It's a great place out here. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go somewhere that if I drive for 12 hours straight, I'll get back to Edmonton. So if anything goes bad, I just hop in the car and do it in a day. Whereas in Toronto, it's like three days drive, so. Right, yeah. Yeah. What do your family think when you're in movies and stuff? Do they freak out? Yeah, I mean- I can guarantee you before this even airs, my mom will have found a copy of this podcast. Like she, I have no idea when something's coming out. Like she tells me, it's almost like my own mother is my PR or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hi, Mrs. Filippo. Yeah, right. (laughs) 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 My parents love it. My dad, I mean, we, I, all movies I watched was with like, my dad is such a cinephile, like he, so that it's, I think it's really exciting for him. Um, my siblings all just—I think they love it. They love to make fun of me, so it's just more opportunities for them to make fun of me. That sounds just—you like know we have similar, yeah, siblings. similar yeah. siblings. And then I—I yeah. I just whatever they throw at me, I use it for my next sister role in the hallmark. <laughs> like, well, that's the trade of an improv person. There you go. Right. right? It's always what's next. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the key. Yes. And moving forward, <laughs> I'm building, you're always, what, what can I add one more? Exactly. The improv. So that's very good. Uh, when you're in something like dragged across concrete, are they kind of scandalized? I mean, I don't actually know if my parents have even seen that one. Well, that one was cool. Cause I mean, like I got to work with Mel Gibson, which was pretty crazy. And like, you know, that's sort of a big name celebrity. So everyone's sort of uh-huh. like, Whoa, what's that like? um i don't think my mom watched that one i don't think she'd love it <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah but who knows She'll you gotta shake she- it up you yeah gotta, right? yeah you can't do all hallmark all the time no you can't you gotta you gotta you gotta stretch all the different yeah. sides of you even me i've got to watch uh some i always uh i'll try to turn on something like krampus or something like that every christmas because it's like our gremlins i'm like i need something yeah something like, oh, not I homework need... yeah. you're like i need something that's gonna scare me yeah well and on sci-fi channel they had uh they had some horror christmas movies this year and so that was that was fun oh fun but yeah they had one called uh it was uh what was it um welcome to satan Claus, and she writes a letter to satan Claus oh my gosh that was amazing. pretty bad but it was it was a nice at least it was something different <laughs> yeah, right? Check it up. <laughs> yeah so so you are coming out with right in front of me is coming mm-hmm. uh, for hallmark channel and why don't you tell us a little bit about this movie well i am not a sister in that movie um switching it up that was we it's a really fun movie it's i think people are gonna love it it's super charming it's a big cast and a big happy friendly cast so it's with janelle Parrish, who is she has no right being as nice as she is i don't know why (laughs) she was just like the warmest kindest person we had so much fun she's incredible So she plays Carly, who is a wedding stylist, who decides to finally, she works too much, so she takes a weekend off and goes to stay at her friend's resort, um, where she meets Marco Grazini, who's an incredible human being and actor. I think people are going to love him. And he plays Nick, who's the head chef at this resort, or not the head chef at the resort, sorry, Um, he's the sous chef at the resort, and it's my wedding weekend there. And I know Janelle's character from university and, you know, she kind of gets roped into not having a weekend off. So was that fun to get to wear wedding dresses and stuff? No. (laughs) No? (laughs) it's terrible. It's, you know what, it's not my first wedding dress on a show. I've worn a wedding dress before. And Mm -hmm. so this is my second time in one. And I will only wear one if I'm getting paid to wear one. (laughs) They are so uncomfortable it took this one was pretty big it took three people to get me into it and then once I'm in it I have to just stand I can't go wander can't go to crafty and get snacks and so it was when you actually get married it'll be like traumatic oh I'll be wearing sweatpants for sure (laughs) (laughs) for sure yeah I mean, it's fun, but it's it's a lot. It's right. it's fun once. I had to get into it the way the shooting schedule was with the mm-hmm. locations. I think I got into it like four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those dresses are really uncomfortable, especially when they have like lace and stuff. Yeah, I took it off and it looked like a cat had scratched me. Oh, <laughs> shoot. <That sucks. laughs> wow, I mean, we're excited about this movie for lots of reasons. I mean, Janelle, Marco that seems like a match made in heaven mm-hmm. they seem like they have really great chemistry and he is so dreamy oh he's dreamy in real life too i'm <laughs> sure he i've is. I've, yeah. I've met him he's from like i've met him a bunch of times through different sort of industry things and on yeah. different shows and it's just always fun to run into like familiar faces and then just the leading man aspect of this he just nails it mm-hmm. and directed by Linda Lisa Hader, who we love oh my we had on the gosh. podcast that was the first time I would met her and I'm obsessed with her. I told her I was just going to follow her around wherever she goes, whether she likes it or not. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good life plan. Yeah. You probably lead a pretty good life. following. It's, <laughs> she has this amazing ability to yell action in a positive, happy way. Yeah. And it's just one word. And you don't like you. I don't even know how to really explain it. But anytime she would say action, everyone just kind of like, you know, was just boosted up a little bit. It was so cool. Well, yeah, she she is very calming when Mm -hmm. you talk to her. She makes you feel relaxed. Yeah. And uh, I really loved having her on the podcast and it's always great when you have female directors mm-hmm. uh, that are able to make these movies. And then it's written by Julie Sherman Wolf, who's a huge friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We love her so much and her scripts are always a little bit funnier than the rest of the scripts mm-hmm. of Hallmark writers. And she always brings that sort of wit and a little bit of sarcasm because she that's kind of her roots is writing comedy Mm -hmm. and uh, so that makes me makes me excited about it yeah it's I've seen a little bit of it um I don't know when it comes out yet I'll have to ask my mom um but it's it's very yeah there's a bit of a snap to it which I think is really nice the other thing is there's a lot of kind of um the girls so uh Lindsay and Brandy play my bridesmaids and then we kind of join up with Carly and then Hillary Jordan and Sydney and it's like there's a lot of kind of female supporting female in it which I always really appreciate seeing because I think the trope of oh no the other girls from college they weren't friends with like that's so overplayed and it's like okay can we just live in a world where like women are allowed to be friends with women without it being you know a thing right yeah that makes sense yeah that sounds like really fun yeah because we love Brandy as well. Uh, it's just a fun f- fun cast with some diversity. I think it's going to be a really good one. I yeah, the- I didn't, I hadn't realized it, but this is the first Hallmark with two uh, Asian leads. I know Janelle had posted something about that. Yeah. So I think that's really That's awesome. Too. Yeah. I, right in front of me, I'm not that crazy about the title. It's kind of a weird title. It's kind of a bland title, I feel like right I mean, in I, front of me yeah I always forget the titles of things as I'm working on them because they either get turned into acronyms or I always you know when I'm telling my friends I'm like oh yeah the bride one that's how I and yeah. it's the same, like 12 dates of Christmas I still don't know what that movie's actually called loved it loved being in it but I can't remember what it's called <laughs> yeah that one wasn't the best title either was I mean a little, yeah we, not the yeah. best. You should do titles. a whole segment where you just retitle all the ones you watch <laughs> we should because a lot of times I mean I guess at least this must have something to do with the actual story but sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with the story the titles Yeah so like, I mean why did you name it that it's not about that at all <laughs> Like yeah, they or- had one called that it was going to be called The Christmas Shop which was about I say it was a save this save the store movie And then they change it to called Sharing Christmas, which made no sense. And it had nothing to do with anything in the story. There's no sharing going on. And it didn't make any sense. I'm like, why you had a perfect title? Why did you change it? Like, I'm sure they have their reasons. Yeah. Or they just have, they throw it in the name generator to come up with it. Or like, I know a lot of scripts have working titles to begin with. And then as stuff gets changed because of copywriter, who knows? But yeah, I'm not actually sure. Yeah. The movie right in front of me, the movie is better than its title. I'll give you that. That's good. That's good to hear. All right. Well, we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. Mm -hmm. So not that the previous questions have not been also silly, but here we go. First question is what is the best ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. Mm, That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is your favorite color? Any shade of green or purple. Purple's my favorite too. So mm. yeah, and green—that's very on brand, very Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a good choice. Okay, what music are you into right now? I uh, um, I'm one of those people that when I find a song I like, I play it every day for a month, just driving mm. everyone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, consistently, I'm really into uh, I'm really into Icelandic rock. So Whoa, that's Kaleo, specific. yeah, uh-huh. Kaleo, and. Um, of Monsters and Men, oh. like two bands that I listened to, I was listening to this morning. Cool, well, way to go, all right. We used to have the question, what's your go-to date night food? But since we can't go on dates anymore, uh, we can go outside hardly at all. Um, what is your go-to, uh, we say like Postmates or, or DoorDash order? Um, oh man, <laughs> That's so good, I'm trying to think back. I've ordered a lot of Poke Bowls recently. Because the weather is mm. getting nicer, which is kind of boring. But pizza, I mean, I'll always order pizza. Mm. What's so your favorite just, topping? Lots of cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheese and keep it meat. simple. I always go, whatever the restaurant is, I always go for the restaurant special. Regardless um. of what's on it. Because I feel like if they're going to put their name behind that, it better be good. When you were hanging out all over Winnipeg, what, what was your favorite? Um, I ordered a lot. I ordered a lot of this Korean fried chicken place. Oh my God, it was so good. Um, And then I have a kitchenette, and I didn't really want to cook much. So I just would order this Korean fried chicken and they would send me like 20 pieces. And then everything I cooked would have a bit of Korean fried chicken in it. Sounds like a good plan. Scrambled eggs and Korean fried chicken. (laughs) it was good. So back when we can go on dates, what would be your go-to date night activity? to go do together um probably go see a show somewhere like some kind of live theater whether it's something improv or stand-up or but like there's some cool indie theaters in vancouver that i hope will reopen when they can but i think that's always fun yeah me too that would definitely be my choice Mm -hmm. uh so all right uh dogs or cats I live in a no pet building. So literally any pet, so cat or dog, I don't care. Just any of them. If I see one on the street, I'll try to take it home. (laughs) Very good. Okay. Beaches or mountains? Um, mountains. All right. Yeah. Mountains. So would you rather be in a fancy dress or in sweats? We know you're not a wedding dress. I mean if I'm getting paid <laughs> sweats sweats all the way I've only worn leggings since quarantine I've spent a year in leggings I know but well, that's why I would say fancy dress now because it's like mean it would mean I'm actually doing something that's true um, I guess I just equate getting dressed up with ha- with work yeah so for me like to not be dressed up is it's like oh I got a day off right so what is your favorite holiday to celebrate Christmas, yeah, hands down. <laughs> I'm such a Christmas nerd. It's it's tough to, to compete with Christmas. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it, it's like a whole season. Valentine's Day is like one day. Especially if you're already in the Hallmark world. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite Hallmark or romantic film? I mean, I'm going to say right in front of me just because I had so much fun doing it. Nice. Um, Ooh, that makes me very excited. Yeah, I mean, just because it was uh, such a big cast and we'd all been isolated for so long that like to see other people was really exciting. (laughs) Um, But it's hard because every time I watch one, there's someone I know. So it's like I I have no favorite. I think my most favorite is the one that's next. Like always yeah. the next one is the funnest one to watch. Very good. Great. Well, this has been so much fun to get to talk with you. Uh, we had a blast and we'll definitely have to have you back on sometime. Yeah. And thank you so much for, for talking with us. And uh, do you have social media or anything like that you'd like to share? I don't. Yeah, I'm old you're... school like that. If I had yes. it, I would just be inviting people to my improv shows and they'd be so mad at me. So. <laughs> well, there good. Well, if you're listening, let us know what you think about all the things we talked about. Let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast, The Homeworkies Pod and The Homeworkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun. We have a very special uh, uh, patron event coming up this month where we are going to have a Q&A with Mary Lou Henner for the patrons. So it's only $2 a month to join and then you get your money's worth. That's for sure. So check that out. And we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun designs, homework inspired designs. So check that out. And thanks so much, Claire. This was a lot of fun and we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Thank you, Rachel. This was a blast. Bye, everyone. Bye.